This is Adventist World Radio Ghana, Voice of Hope. Hello, listener. We welcome you to our program, In His Image. Last week, we ended on how disobedience to Christ affects His mission on this planet. Today, we are going to look at how to avoid things that will make it difficult to adhere to the standards of Christ. I have my panelists seated, so I'll go to them to introduce themselves. Elder? I'm Asamu Alexander, um, a finance person by training, and I, I currently work at a uh, Multimedia Kumasi. I'm Kwabina Usuasante, family physician, medical director, Heart Adventist Hospital. You are welcome, listener. Ben Jimena Jenimbuati, urban planner by profession. I work with Kumasi Metropolitan Assembly, I'm head of fiscal planning. I am your host, Kofi Asante. So, Asante, I'll start from you. When we read from Romans 7 5, it says, the good I want to do, I do not. The bad I hate, I do. So the question will be, do mortals like us have the power on our own to decide to live our life to meet the standards of Christ? Mm, listener, that's a wonderful question. Eh? It's a question that we all face in one form or the other in our lives. Even for those who don't claim any alliance to any religion, there's an intrinsic sense of what is right and what is wrong. And even with that, it is often found that it is easier to do what is wrong than what is right. It is often easier to drift when kids are growing up. It is easier to drift with the wrong crowd than with the right crowd. It is easier for them to be led into ways that their parents wouldn't have wanted than otherwise. Again, we live in a society that glamorizes and uh, exalts disobedience to God, so to speak. And so, on our own strength, one, by nature, we are more prone to evil than to good. Okay. Two, evil and sin and disobedience tend to appear more rewarding and less restrictive. And especially for us men who want to be out of all control, we find it easier to drift into disobedience than obedience. And so what Paul wrote in Romans chapter 7 is exactly our experience. That with our own strength, no matter how we try, we tend to find it more difficult to do the things that please God, the things that are of obedience, the things that are pure, the things that are noble, than the things that are wrong. And so with our own strength, obedience never comes easy. But thankfully, we have Christ who offers us not just his death, but also his life as an example and his spirit to help us so that by his strength, when you read up to the end of Romans chapter 7, as you transition into chapter 8, you know that he says that now by the spirit of God, it is by the grace of the spirit of God who lives in us, we can do good rather than evil. But the same Jesus Christ said, I stand at the door knocking. If anyone hears my voice and open the door, 
I'll come in and dine with a person. As mortals, do we have a role to play in living according to the standards of Christ? Do we have a role? Or is it all about the Holy Spirit? And so to pick from your question, once somebody knocks at your door, you have the chance to decide whether you want to open. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, and so we have a role to play in hearing the voice, and after hearing the voice, we have a decision to make to open the door. And so, yes, we have a role to play. The Holy Spirit doesn't come and snatch us as an armed man. But he knocks at the door of our hearts and if we open and allow him, if we cooperate with him, then he can work through us. So we really do have a role to play. How do you take on the question? Um, it's the same Romans, I've forgotten where the scripture says, that a carnal mind is enmity against God and his law. So leaving us uh, humans on our own, definitely we will do what pleases us. Our carnal mind can never, you know, be in zinc with the law of God. So it takes the spirit of God to direct our thoughts so that our carnal mind will be in harmony with God and his, his, his law. So Elder, your take on this question? I think that... The, um Paul, that you quoted him from Romans, his epistle to the Romans, the same Paul made mention that he can do all things, this time through Christ, who strengthens him. Meaning that for us to do good thing, we need Christ. And just as it has been established throughout this program, once we get Christ and Christ become our friends, we leave our world to him and then he gives us his will. And by so doing, we are able to obey whatever he tells us. Thank you, Elder. I think you made mention of will. So I'll come to you, Elder Janine. Will was given to man in the Garden of Eden. And it was given to us to express it. But we have been told that we have to also make sure we abide by the will of God. So in what manner can we express our will and at the same time, Humble ourselves under the will of God. Yeah, so um, we were created as um, free beings. We're not robots. Um, we have to make decisions. We need to decide. And, we need, and, and Christ or God never forces us um, to toe his line. He counsels us so that we can make the right decision. Um, what I would say with your question is that... Um, we need to surrender our will. We need to surrender our right so that the will of God will prevail in our lives. Oh, I wish I can have this, but God says not now, later. So we need to be humble enough to let God, um, God's will um, happen in our life. Even the Lord's prayer teaches us that not our will, but your will, you know, if we will, we would want to have this and that. But God knows the future. He knows what is best for us. Well, you know, Elder, as you are talking, yes. you said we need to. Mm -hmm. But what makes it difficult for mankind to submit our will to yeah, the will so, of God? So it's, it's, it's the kind of mind and it's enmity against God and His law. Okay. So, so every, I mean, your your the, the, your kid at home. Yeah. Um, when you go and ask him, um, maybe you have given him. Let's say donuts, and you ask your kid, "Oh, give me some." He, he at the instance will be reluctant unless you sometimes would want to, you know. So, I mean, inwardly, 
we are born to take control of our life. We are born uh, with that edge, you know, and, and that is what sin has done to us. With that edge to, to take decisions for our lives, to, to, be con- to control our lives. But we don't know what will happen tomorrow. Yeah. You understand? Um, you, you remember the story about King Nebuchadnezzar. Yeah. You know, King Nebuchadnezzar had a dream. He built his empire to last forever. God says, no, this is what I want to happen in the future. Um, so, so King Nebuchadnezzar, instead of humbling himself and allowing his will to be in harmony with God's will, said, no, I want you know and, uh, my kingdom to last forever. He created an image of gold. Okay. Instead of gold, silver, bronze, and metal, um, he created an image, meaning that, yes, God, you've, you made your point, but this is what I think. Yeah. At the end of the day, he acknowledged the will of so. We need to humble ourselves and 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 surrender our will. Uh, for instance, when the angel Gabriel appeared to Mary um, with the good news that uh, uh, Mary, your beloved, um, you will be given whatever um, uh, a son will be born from you by the Holy Spirit. Mary asks, "How can this be?" Yeah. The, the angel explained everything to her, and Mary said, "As it pleases my Lord." So every true Christian should live as it pleases God. Whatever God wants to, uh, to happen in your life, um, should happen. Thank you, Elder. Then Elder someone will come to you. You see, in life, it is full of seasons. We have season of joy, season of happiness, season of adversities, season of financial troubles. So in what manner can we stay true to Christ when we are faced with financial challenges, when we are faced with adversities of life, when we are faced with hopelessness, in what manner can we stay true to Christ without erring against his instructions? The, the truth is this, dear brother, and then our fellow listeners, you see, we have, fortunately for us, we have an example. And that example is nobody than Jesus Christ. But he was born, bred, and died here. But throughout our Bible, it says that he did not err. What it means is that but he had the same temptation that all of us faces. But he submitted his will to that of his father. And by so doing, even death on the cross, he realized that this one day, it was very, very difficult. But he said, not by my will. After he has finished praying, not by my will, but your will. So it, the only way that we can do, because of the seasons of times, is to have a close relationship with God. And once we make Jesus our friend, he who had passed through that road will carry us along. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Elder... Your take on what Elder Samuel just said. So I'm going to talk to two friends now. There's a friend who is struggling to hold on to God. Okay. Despite the challenges that he finds himself going through. And it seems there's no way out of the crisis except by disobedience. Friend, I want to tell you that we have the example of Jesus Christ, as Elder Samuel said. We have the example of other people in the Bible who, in the sight of men, may have been taught to have lost the battle, but won the war before Christ. And then I also talk to those friends who are unconvinced 
that if they surrender their lives to God, they can really make it. For some people, it appears that submitting to God is a certain slavery, is a certain way down to a loss of freedom. It it depends on their condition of life. If things are going on well, it is different. (laughs) Yes, I'm talking to that friend too, (laughs) who feels I am fine without God. Why do I need him? And that is where Elder Samuel's point comes in, that there are seasons of life. But the one thing that can hold firm with you through the high seasons and through the low seasons is the headship of Christ. Because in the good season, you are prevented from using your good season to oppress others, cheat others, and disappear from Christ. And in your bad seasons, you know that you have an anchor that keeps the soul. And so, friend, I want to assure you that God, who has promised this faithful, and tastes, the psalmist says, tastes and see that the Lord is good. There is nothing missing or hidden from them that trust and fear him. That a time will come when even the young lions will suffer lack, but they that trust the Lord will not lack any good thing. Thank you, Elder. So, Elder, you'll take on that question. Um... Having someone take control of your life is not easy. You know, there was this um, um, research that was done in America about um, a, a driveless car, you know, and cars that have been driven by drivers, you know. So you have a driveless car, there's no driver, you sit inside, it takes you to wherever you want to go. Um, at the end of the research, the driveless car was able to kill only one person. <laughs> Unfortunately, the, the one that people were driving killed over 35,000 okay. during that research period. Now, yes, so when asked, do you prefer a driveless car uh, to you driving? Everybody said they want to drive. drive, drive <laughs> so, so it's like uh, we are born with, with that um, urge to take control of our lives. And truly, that is our being. Because we fear tomorrow. We fear about things that are happening. We fear about education. We fear about finances. Everything in life, we 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 vehemently fear. Yeah. Now, for me, in spite of all that is happening, if you are going to be relieved of fear, then it means you have to trust your in somebody yeah. greater than you, and that is the power of Christ. That is Christ. He knows the future. He knows what will happen tomorrow. And so if I leave everything in his hands and he says he will take care of me, uh, I, I should as well go to sleep. But is know? it simple that way? Uh, it's like it's not saying, simple because yeah. because our heart, um, our, our, our being is enmity against him. Yeah. So the natural tendencies of every man is to resist and to be on his own. But if you are born of Christ, you surrender that right. You surrender that privilege that he gave you and come um, humble before him and let him take control of your life. So it's not it's not um, uh, easy, okay. but it is possible. And it has been done. Thousands and millions have done it. Uh, Apostle, Apostle Peter, okay. angry always, fighting always, but for a, a time period with Christ, he changed to be a very soul winner. The Apostle Paul, who was called Saul, yeah. you know, killing and persecuting um, um, Christians later. So so it's it's a process. When you have an encounter with Christ and you experience him, then it will not, it will not be you, but it will be Christ 
who lives inside. Tell the other that someone let me come to you. You know, okay. You want Maybe to... let me just put in a little bit something. Okay. Sometimes we make it a bit abstract. The truth is that we all put our trust in something or somebody at some point in time. Right. When a doctor holds a, holds a knife over your child, going to cut the child up, you trust in the skill of that doctor to get your child safe. Okay. When you sit in an airplane or in a vehicle, you trust your life into the hands of that person. <laughs> and so it is something that we do unconsciously all the time. Now, it is a matter of trust. Trusting that God who holds all things. If you can trust your life into the hand of a driver, into the hands of a surgeon, into the hands of anybody, then it shouldn't be such a big step to take that step and trust your all to God. I think it was Martin Luther who said, the things that I kept for myself, I lost them all. But the things that I left to God, I lost none of them. Thank you, Elder. So all in all, I'll come to you, Elder, someone. What is the job in making Christ your head? Dear listeners, the, the joy is uncountable. It's uncountable. You see, the, if you look at the encounter that Christ Jesus had with his disciples before finally he left this earth, he said in John chapter 14, verses 1 up to 3, that he's going to prepare a place for them. And then when he goes and he is done, he will come and take them to where he is. And that is the first joy. Because if you are going to spend the rest of your days where there's no more sorrow, no disappointment, no family issues, no sickness, no COVID-19, nothing. That is the first joy that when you trust your will to God, that is where you are. The other joy that you have is that you have a peace of mind. In this world, till Christ comes, even if you are facing affliction, you are rest assured that there's a, a, a life be, uh, be, uh, the, uh, ahead of this world. And so there's a, there's a joy in your heart. So with your elaboration, then it means the joy is after this side of life. Or are you dealing with a joy on this planet? Oh, the joy is of two food. want to have joy on this. No, the, the, the joy is to, the joy is of two food. Uh, okay. the, bra, bra, uh, dear Asante, the, the joy is of two food. The okay. reality is this: on this earth, once you have Jesus as your friend, irrespective of whatever happens to you, you crave that after this world, there's better things to happen. So, currently, as we are now, no matter how the crucibles that you are passing through, you have an innermost joy. That one is not seen by the world, but by yourself, you know that you have it. Okay. And after this one, you have the rest in the future. Maybe, maybe I could chip in the when the joy here in world is that when you obey Christ, you don't have any, 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 I mean, any law in Ghana. You definitely not be against it. And that is a fact. Yes. If, if you are on the side of Christ, the laws of Ghana cannot be. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. So Christ says, that shall not convert. You're not going to see anybody's property. Uh, Christ says, um, that shall not uh, 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 take somebody's wife. Uh, you not take somebody. You understand? Mm-hmm. So if you stay on the side of that, the Lord of Ghana won't get you. So that's a safety net to be. Okay. Rather than leaving everything to, 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 to chance. Okay. And I think the last bit I would add is that the only way to live without fear in this world is to surrender to Christ. People have fears of death and dying. People have fears of poverty, 
fears of loneliness, all sorts of fears. COVID-19 has taught us that even the best preparation of the world can still be overcome. But when you surrender all to Christ, knowing that even per chance should you die, that is not the end of the story. It gives you a certain assurance beyond all that this earth can throw at you. And so you have peace here and peace to come. Well, I'm the panelist. And I thank you, the one listening to us. We've ended with the topic, Christ as the head of man. Until we meet next week to continue the program, God richly bless you. We would like to hear from you, so call us on the number plus two three three five zero one five six one eight four nine plus two three three five zero one five six one eight four nine. You can also email us at the address Adventist World Radio GH at gmail dot com. Adventist World Radio GH at gmail dot com. You can also write a letter to us using the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana, Northern Ghana Union Mission of Adventists, P.O. Box KS17564, Edum Kumase, Ghana, West Africa.
good place to sleep. I have a good place to sleep. There's food on my table. There's food on my table. Shoes on my feet. Shoes on my feet. You gave me your love, Lord. You gave me your love, Lord. And a fine family. And I thank you, Lord, for your blessings on me. Say it one more time. There's a roof. There's a roof up above me. I love you. We would like to hear from you, so call us on the number plus 233-5015-61849 plus 233-5015-61849. You can also email us at the address AdventistWorldRadioGH at gmail.com AdventistWorldRadioGH at gmail.com you can also write a letter to us using the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana, Northern Ghana Union Mission of Adventists, P.O. Box KS17564, Edum Kumase, Ghana, West Africa. For AWR Ghana, I am Bell. May God bless you. AWR Ghana. Oh, oh, oh.